On today's episode, I will talk about a recent trip I took to Disneyland during the holidays with my daughter. This is episode 11 of Travel Adventures with Jamie. Welcome back to Travel Adventures with Jamie. I am your host, Jamie Gomez. And today I want to talk a little bit about the holidays at Disneyland. One of the things that I love about Disneyland Resort specifically is that all of the holiday offerings are included in your regular park ticket. So you do not have to purchase an extra ticket to go to a Christmas party in order to experience the parade, the fireworks, the projections, the snow on Main Street. And at a California Adventure, they have the festival going on over there, the festival of the holidays, and they have the food booths and they have parades and Viva Navidad. So all of that stuff is included in your park ticket, which is fantastic. So when I have clients going, I know that they are going to experience all that Disneyland Resort has to offer during the holidays. So today I just wanted to talk about what my daughter and I did when we did a day at Disneyland, just specifically to enjoy some of the holiday things that are there. So we arrived inside Disneyland Park at 9.30 in the morning. And the first thing that I did was I bought Genie Plus for us to use. What my plan was, was that we would stack lightning lanes to use later in the evening. My goal was to stay until the park closed. I have not done that in a very long time. So that was our goal is to just get rides that we would be able to hop on late in the evening. The first thing that I wanted to do is take some photos there. I have Minnie Mouse, her line wasn't very long. So we took photos with Minnie and then we did some in front of the tree. At Disneyland, when you purchase Genie Plus, you also get all of your photos included for that day. And so I wanted to make sure that we took a lot of photos. Then we went to Jolly Holiday and had a kind of an early lunch there. They start serving lunch at 10.30. So about 10.40, we went over there. I got their chicken corn chowder soup that is new this year. I'd had it before. It was really delicious. And so I had that. My daughter had the very famous grilled cheese and tomato soup, and we shared a couple of desserts. And then after that, we walked over to Main Street to check in for our guided tour. If you listen to my episode that I did on the Halloween tour, I was not at all impressed with the holiday tour that they offered for Halloween. However, I had heard that this holiday one was a lot better, and so I thought I would give it a chance. So the tour is the holiday time at the Disneyland Resort, and it is offered, I believe, just in the morning when I pull up just to see what the times are. It's usually 1025, 1030, 1125, and 1130. I booked us for the 1130 tour, and this tour is $110 without using a discount. Currently, they do have a discount if you use your Disney Visa card. I went ahead and booked that for us. We checked in. This tour says that it is for all ages, but I will say this is a lot of walking and learning about the history of things. So I don't know personally that I would take my kids if they were any younger. My daughter was 17 and even she was a little bored at certain points. So just keep that in mind when you're doing these tours that just because you can take younger children doesn't necessarily mean that you would want to. We checked in for the tour. Again, it's right next to City Hall. They give you a name tag. They give you your little um, box that you kind of carry around with you. And then when you your guide comes over, she will give you your actual earpiece. So you connect all of that. We had, um, my daughter and I both, we couldn't hear out of our earpieces. I guess there was music playing when we were sitting there and we couldn't hear it. So she came over, switched it, never had another problem at all. So that was great. We could hear our guide the entire time. And I have to say, I 
did enjoy this tour a lot. We started out at Disneyland. She talked to us for just a second, and then we walked over to California Adventure. You did not have to have a park hopper in order to do this tour. So that was kind of nice for people that maybe were just there at Disneyland to get a little peek into California Adventure if they hadn't seen that before. We started off at uh, DCA. She walked us down Buena Vista Street, talked a little bit about um, the decorations. We saw the big tree. And again, she went over all of the details about that. Walked through Avengers Campus and then through Cars Land. And then on our way out of California Adventure, we stopped at the little treat store and we were each given a little treat before we made our way back over to Disneyland. At Disneyland, very similar. We walked down Main Street. She talked to us about the decorations. Then we went to Adventureland and New Orleans Square through Frontierland back around to Fantasyland. We all got to ride on It's a Small World holiday together. And then she walked us back towards the castle. And that entire tour was two and a half hours long. And it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I thought our guide was great. Again, yes, they are reading off of a script, but she made it seem a little bit more natural. It was a lot of stories about the decorations and some other stories about how Walt Disney came up with ideas for some of his movies that correlated with Christmas time. So overall, I would say it was a great tour. So my 17-year-old did say she got a little bored when they were talking about some of the window displays and stuff, but we both learned some things that we didn't know, which I thought was great, and overall enjoyed the tour. At that point when we were done, we were in front of the castle. They gave us all of our pins again that said that we were on this tour. And what I loved was that the pin is also an ornament, so you could hang it on your Christmas tree, which I thought was great. Then they said to meet us at three o'clock in front of the train station that we would have a viewing area to watch the Christmas parade. About 2.45, 2.50, we walked over there, waited in line, and then at three o'clock, they had this whole section in front roped off. As we walked in, they gave us a hot chocolate and another little treat, and then we got to sit right on the curb and watch the parade. And it was fantastic viewing. It was great. I love that parade. So that was really fun to be able to do that. And the hot chocolate was delicious. It was not the hot chocolate that you mix in water. It was very good hot chocolate. And so that was fantastic. I would say if you have gone to Disneyland a few times before, this is actually a great tour to do if you enjoy learning about the holidays, learning about how they decided which decorations were going where in the park. I did talk to the guide for a little bit about, um, I started talking to her because normally the guides hold up a crop. And so you're following the guide and they have a writing crop. And she was holding up her hand and I asked her where her writing crop was because this poor girl was holding her arm up in the air for two and a half hours. And she said that she was filling in for somebody today. She didn't have her complete uniform. And if you don't have your complete uniform, you're not allowed to hold your crop. So anyway, we started talking and she said that the tour changes every year. So it's not always the exact same places that you go to, they do try and change it up a little bit. Some of the things obviously are going to stay the same, but where you go in the park, she said, can change a little bit. So that was fun. I would recommend if you are a single person on a trip by yourself for a couple, if you have older kids that you think might be interested in learning about the history of the Disney decorations at Christmas, there were some interesting stories, I will say. Um, And I won't spoil any of it for you because I think if you go on the tour, you'll enjoy that. So it's not to say that the whole thing is 
boring. But if I had little ones that maybe just wanted to go right on rides, this was a lot of just listening to her talking, listening to Christmas music as we're walking around the park. And so for me personally, I don't think my kids at that younger age would have been entertained. There were some little ones behind me that were watching the parade that had done the tour and they were probably two and four. There's no way I would have brought my kids on that. They just wouldn't have been interested. And so I think if you have older kids, again, couples, then it would be great to do. I notice on these tours, it's a lot of cousins that are there or, you know, girlfriend trip. That's probably more of who this is geared towards. After we watched the parade, we went over to California Adventure. So they have the festival of holidays going on and they have festival booths set up all around where you can purchase food items. A few weeks before I had gone to purchase a lanyard where they give you eight tabs that you can use to purchase food items. And you have to do the math a little bit. I have a magic key discount. So I think each food item needed to be at least $6.50 in order to make it worth the amount of money that you paid for that. I think if you don't have a magic key, you're supposed to look for food items that are about $7 or more. That way you feel like you're getting your money's worth when you give them the little tab. But I had only used one tab the day that we originally purchased it. So we had seven tabs to use this day. We Purchased some food items. The Kugel mac and cheese was fantastic. So we got that. We love the impossible chorizo queso fundido dip. So we each got one of those. I wanted to try, I think it was a green chili empanada that they didn't have. It wasn't available yet when we were there a few weeks prior. So we got one of those. We got a couple of the non-alcoholic drinks. You can't use the tabs on alcohol, but anything non-alcoholic. So we basically just spent the next couple of hours eating and using up all of the tabs. Right before we did that, though, I did get to run into some clients that were there and I was able to say hello. So that was great. I always love when they happen to be in the park when I'm in there. So I got to say hello to that sweet family. And then we just ate for the next couple of hours. Let's see. At that point... I was still getting my lightning lanes for rides over at Disneyland for later in the evening, but I had also grabbed one for Toy Story Mania over at California Adventure. So we went over, we did that. Then we rode Mater's Jingle Jamboree, which is so much fun. I love that ride. And then after that, we had dinner reservations at Lamplight Lounge for 7.30. At noon that day, I got a virtual queue for the World of Color show. Because I wasn't sure if my plan for staying at Lamplight Lounge would work. I had done this in the past and I wanted to try it again. I tried to get my dinner reservations about an hour or so prior to closing so that I can sit out on the patio, eat dinner, and then watch World of Color, which is a great way to watch it. You are not getting the entirety of the show right in front of you, you know, like you would if you were standing in front of the water, but. I like to be able to sit and watch the show. And for the Christmas one in particular, there's not as many projections on the water. It's a lot more music. So I didn't feel like you missed out not being right in the front. I went ahead and got the virtual queue just in case I wouldn't get a seat out on the patio, but we did. So we were able to sit right out on the patio. We had a great seat. The waiter, when we sat down, asked if we were going to stay for the show. Basically, what they need you to do is have all of your food done and ordered and not need anything by about 8.30 because by 8.30, 8.45, 
They don't like the wait staff to be out on the patio. They want everybody to be done getting all of their food so that the wait staff isn't walking around during the show because obviously the lights are dimmed and then you're walking in people's way. So there was a couple that sat down next to us and they were there doing the same thing. So they had ordered, you know, their food and whatever drinks they wanted. So that way when the show started, you were just watching it. And it worked perfectly. We sat out there and watched the show. This is a lot of Christmas songs. And then, you know, they have the water shooting up that kind of matches the tempo of the songs. It was great. We really enjoyed it. I think World of Color 1 is a lot better than this one. I definitely wouldn't pay to do a dessert party to see this because it's there's not that much to, that I needed to see. You can really kind of see that from all over. So I was glad that it worked out. We were able to watch that. We did order some food at Lamplight Lounge. We probably should have split food, but we didn't. So I had ordered a burger. I asked for it well done and it was not. And so it was a little hard for me to eat. And then she had the, I think it was a roasted chicken and it was pretty good. So as soon as the show was over, we made our way back over to Disneyland. I noticed that the fireworks were not going off this night. I believe it was too windy. That is one of the things that you really have to watch for. And I tell clients, when you go to Disneyland, if you want to watch the fireworks, try and do it the first night that you're there. In case it does get canceled, then you have hopefully some other nights to try and catch it. But if you wait until your last night and then the fireworks are canceled, that can be a huge disappointment. So try and make the fireworks on your first night and then hopefully you'll be able to catch them during your vacation. So we walked back over to Disneyland. We rode Space Mountain. We had a lightning lane for. We walked right on to Buzz. There was like maybe a five minute wait. And then we used our lightning lane for I had Indiana Jones and also for Haunted Mansion. So we rode those and then we walked over to Toontown Roger Rabbit, which my daughter did not remember riding in years. So I mean, that's not one of our favorite ones. So she's not missing much. And then our last ride of the night was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And we were off that ride at about 11.55. It's so funny to me because as long as you're in line before midnight, they will, you know, let you ride the ride. And so you see people as we're walking out of the Park kind of running to that last ride so that they can get on it and um, in the night basically in a hopefully empty park by the time you get off the ride and a lot of people have made their way out. We made our way down Main Street and went to the locker. The weather in during the day was really nice. It was, you know, low 70s. I had jeans and a little sweatshirt. But if I am going to be there in the evening, I am always freezing cold. So I get a locker and I put my giant coat and my wintry boots and wool socks and hat in the locker so that in the evening when it starts to get chilly, I can go grab all of that stuff. And so then I yeah switch shoes and put all that stuff in the locker. So we made sure that we remembered to go to our locker and then made our way out of the park. And that will be our last trip to Disneyland for the year because now our passes are blocked out. So I will not be going back until January. Overall, we had a really fantastic day. Again, I just love that you're able to experience all of the Christmas things that they do and all of the holiday stuff over at California Adventure. One of the things that is fun to watch as well, if you don't want to stay for the fireworks, but your kids want to kind of experience the snowing that they do, they have the castle dim the lights and then they do a little light show, a little winter time enchantment on the castle twice each night. And after that, they do have the snow come out on Main Street and then that hub area. And I have to say, there was so much more snow than I remembered from years past. So that was really fun. That's something that you can do if you don't want to wait 
you know, until later to do the fireworks. At least you get to experience some of that. And then over at California Adventure, I love the Viva Navidad. They have dancers from Latin America come out and do some dances there. They have some um, mariachis come out and play music. And then the three caballeros that perform on the little stage and then Mickey and Minnie come out. And then another really nice thing is in the um, late afternoon evening, they have different performers that will play live music. And so if you check in the app, you can see all of the different ones that will play around the park. So it really has a good vibe over there with the food booths and the live music playing. There's a little something for everyone. You can have a little more up-tempo festival things happening over there. And then at Disneyland, it's a little more Christmassy parade type thing. So something for everyone at the Disneyland Resort, which I love. And again, all of this is included, obviously, other than what you're paying for at the food booths, but all of the other activities are included in your park ticket, which is wonderful. That I know is just a quick episode. I just wanted to talk about some of the holiday things that you can do at the Disneyland Resort. If you have some extra time too, and you go go into the resorts. They have Santa Claus there. Santa Claus is also at Disneyland back by Pooh's Corner and at California Adventure. He hangs out at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail and there are some things you can do inside there as well. They have a gingerbread display in the Grand Californian and I don't know all the operating times you'll have to check. Sometimes it's only on the weekend, but they have their holiday cart and you can go in there and purchase gingerbread and some other little treats. And one of the things that people love to buy at Disneyland is the gingerbread that is shaped like Mickey Mouse. He's actually very delicious. I know sometimes things look pretty, but they don't taste as good. He actually is good. So I like the Mickey gingerbread. And then if you happen to be at Disneyland or California Adventure on certain days in December, they also sell these giant candy canes. You need to get there very early in the morning, get in line, and hopefully you will be lucky enough to get one of those giant candy canes. So this will be my last episode of the year. I will be back in January. I have some guests that will be on talking about a cruise that they went on. And so I'm excited for you to hear from them. I would like to also just take a moment to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It has been a lot of fun to listen to other people go on vacation and hear what they have experienced. And if you have traveled or you are planning on traveling over the next few weeks, reach out to me. I would love to have you on as a guest so that you can share your travel adventures with others. The information to do that is all in the show notes. It's traveladventureswithjamie at yahoo.com. If you would like some help planning a vacation to Disneyland or any other destination, I, again, am a travel advisor with Fantastical Vacations, and I would love to be able to help you do that as well. You can reach me at jamie at fantasticalvacations.com. And again, all of that information is in the show notes as well. So that is it for 2023. I will be back next year with some new episodes. So until then, happy traveling. Happy traveling.